Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Binge. It's your host, Marissa, and I am super excited to share with you some ways that your partner can help support you in your recovery from binge eating disorder or really any eating disorder for that matter. And I'm guessing maybe you might be here because you are said partner and your loved one shared this episode with you. So if they did know that this is an amazing sign that they trust you and they see that you really care and you really want to support them through this difficult time. And this is their way of giving you a resource in which it would best support you in supporting them and communicating these needs between each other. So I think that's amazing if someone did send this to you or if you are someone currently struggling and you're looking for ways to help your partner help you and explain that to them, then you're in the right place. This was a question that I had when I was struggling with my relationship with food because it is really impossible to go into any conversation with someone who you receive or are looking to receive support from and expect understanding. Nobody can truly understand what it's like to struggle with disordered eating in any way unless they've gone through it themselves. So I have six tips today to share with you on ways to support your partner with their struggles overcoming binge eating. There are a variety of ways you can support your partner, and I know it can feel really overwhelming to support someone with something that you don't fully understand, but I also know that if you're here, you deeply love your partner and you want nothing more than to take their hurt away. But unfortunately, when you maybe attempt to support your partner by using statements like, everybody overeats sometimes, it's okay, or don't worry about it, I promise you haven't gained that much weight, you may actually be perpetuating the beliefs that are fueling this disordered. So as a professional who has both struggled with binge eating and now have helped many individuals overcome binge eating, I'd like to provide some advice from the lived experiences of my clients and myself to help support your partner with binge eating. First up, is probably one of the simplest things here. And you've likely heard this before if you've sought any sort of information, self-help on navigating communication and relationships, which is ask for what your partner needs. Assuming what your partner needs has risks, you could provide them space when they really needed closeness. You could give them advice when they really just wanted you to sit and listen. When they're in a vulnerable state, it can be incredibly difficult to ask for help. So by asking for what they need, you are sending a message that it is safe to ask for help to get their emotional needs met. Now, it is not entirely your responsibility to always ask for what they need. You should absolutely communicate that it is okay for them to ask for what they need so that they can be upfront with their needs and desire for support in different ways. And you can have this conversation together, absolutely. But some ways to help seek curiosity out of their experience and perspective, you can use questions such as, what do you wish would happen? Is there anything you need me to know about what you're going through? What do you need from me in these moments? How can I best support you through this? 
These are genuine questions to deepen your understanding of their experience, which can be very comforting for them. It shows that you care and really want to listen. It strengthens their confidence so that they can turn to you for support and makes you feel like you can better support your partner because you have a better understanding of what they might be going through or what they might be needing. Okay, my next tip is don't try to fix anything for them. Food is a hell of a lot more complicated than just eat or just don't eat. These are two horribly common misconceptions that get thrown around within the recovery space for disordered eating from people who genuinely, maybe or not genuinely mean well, but they are trying to stop someone from doing something that they may seem are harming them, but it is so not that simple. Because we eat for celebration, connection, comfort, pleasure, etc. And so when someone's relationship with food has been damaged, eating is a lot more loaded than simply meeting a physical need for energy. So trying to problem solve your partner's pain can diminish the pain from the complexities of their inner battle. So try to do more of that listening and allow your partner to guide the conversations if or when they open up to you about their struggles with food. So definitely do more listening and you can show that you care with words of validation or physical touch, but refer back to tip number one to ensure you know which route your partner would need from you. But in general, turn into them instead of away when you get a sense that they're in a difficult spot. Often the solution to these difficult scenarios are not really an actionable thing, but rather just being and You can provide advice if they ask, but be sure to buffer your advice with the consideration of their needs. Also, if you did decide to offer any words of encouragement or advice, make sure that you are hesitant to say anything really definitive or black and white because you may have some advice, but unless you are the professional helping them in a very neutral, non-biased way, It can be hard to not portray this idea that somehow you know better because you're not struggling with it. So I would always heed cautiously in providing any advice to someone struggling other than supporting them in what they've already shared are their efforts to overcome their battles with food. So in general, trying to stay away from problem solving or fixing anything for them would be a really great step to take as you discover what would best support your partner overall. My third tip for you is to absolutely not talk about diets. Eating disorders commonly take root in diet culture. When someone is trying to heal their relationship with food, rejecting diet culture and trying to build back trust with their body is a common path of treatment. Recovery is very hard when the world around you is promoting and perpetuating the ideals and things that you are trying to get away from. So try to refrain from bringing any diet culture talk into the room. It would be best if you are not dieting at all, but if you are, it would be in both of your best interests to have a talk together about how you can both navigate this dynamic together, what each of you need, and holding space for the autonomy each individual has to not engage with or engage with dieting. Communication and honesty is really important here. So if someone around you is talking about diets and your partner is trying to move away from dieting, 
it'd be important to lean in and comfort your partner by helping them divert the conversation or removing yourselves from the situation altogether. So try not to bring that into the home if you are living together. Relationship, if you're monogamous and you having those boundaries, etc. But trusting that your partner is doing the best that they can for themselves within their recovery journey at this moment. If your partner has sought help and is actively working on recovery, trust that they are doing the best that they can to improve themselves and your relationship. If they come home from therapy and share some things that you don't understand or agree with, try to avoid bringing your opinion into the conversation. For example, if your partner comes home and expresses how they've learned that their overall well-being is not determined by a number on the scale, and you say, sure, as long as you aren't overweight, that can trigger disordered behaviors by putting a pressure on the parameters to which they recover and you being okay with that. The message that may be received by an eating disorder would be, recovery is okay only if they don't become overweight, which is a harmful belief already perpetuated by society. Eating disorder recovery is nuanced and individualized. In recovering from binge eating disorder, many expect weight loss will happen because they imagine they must be eating less if the binges subside and thus they must lose weight. Or better yet, express to your partner in a very neutral way, hey, to me, that sounds a little concerning. Can you help me better understand the ways in which that is supporting your recovery? A lot of norms in the health and wellness space are the opposite of what would be healthy for someone in recovery. Trusting your partner here allows them to redefine what a helpful life is for them when they're free from their eating disorder, which really brings me into my next tip. Do not comment on weight. However, one of the main strategies for overcoming binge eating is actually to increase the frequency and the amount one is eating throughout the day. For many different reasons, someone may gain weight in recovery. It's actually not uncommon. But either way, if your partner gains, loses, or stays the same weight, it does not permit a judgment on the status of their body. Neither good or bad judgments are helpful in supporting your partner in their recovery. So refrain from body image comments, and if your partner is complaining about their own weight changes, listen and show your love regardless of what happens to their body. Express to them what you do love about them that has nothing to do with what is on the outside. My final tip here and kind of the overarching message of this entire episode is validate, validate, validate. Validation does not mean you are agreeing. Instead, it shows that you are hearing what they are saying, thinking, feeling from their perspective and knowing that it is truthful within their own shoes and their own life experiences. Some ways to start practicing validating your partner when you may not truly understand what they are going through would be, what I hear you saying is, dot, dot, dot. It sounds like you're feeling, is that right? I'm so sorry. That sounds really hard. It makes sense that you feel blank. You can also show validation through nonverbal cues, such as giving them a hug when they need comfort, putting together a warm bath when they're uncomfortable, making them tea when they're bloated from a binge, or giving them space when they need time to think. But always ask what it is that they need. <laughs> Those are all the tips I have for you today. But like I said at the beginning of this episode, there are many ways of supporting your partner through their recovery from binge eating. And this is definitely a good starting place. But the more you communicate and the more that you open up with your partner to what you do and don't understand, regarding their experience, 
the more you'll be able to support them in the way that they would best receive it. If there was an overall equation to supporting your partner with binge eating disorder, it would be listen plus ask questions plus validate. And your effort to better support your partner's recovery can make all the difference in their recovery and your relationship. And don't forget, relationships are a two-way street and your mental health is important. If the support your partner requires is putting a toll on you or your relationship, seek help. There are options of having couples counseling sessions for this process or getting your own support as an individual. You absolutely deserve to get your needs met. You can't take care of those you love if you're not taking care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You are an amazing partner for listening to this episode. I know that your partner feels the love you have for them by seeking an understanding of their experience and needs. So you rock and I appreciate you being here and also send your appreciation to your partner for sending this episode because that in and of itself was likely a very difficult thing to do. So they clearly love you a lot care for you a lot if that word hasn't been dropped yet. (laughs) And I really appreciate them trusting me to help guide you through this really tricky and vulnerable situation with them. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts if you have not already. It really helps get the message out there. And I will catch you next Monday for the next episode. Bye everyone.